Hello, thanks so much for tuning in. I'm Anna Loder from readabook.com.au. I'm a lifelong reader and book lover and a long-time book club member. 15 years, I can't believe it. I've been a bookseller for 13 and now I'm a reviewer and blogger. This is a weekly podcast celebrating that love of books and reading. I'm so excited to be in your ears today. Before we get started, can I quickly pay my respects to the Darawal people of the Uyora Nation, the traditional custodians of the land on which I work, play, read and live on. Along with the traditional owners of the lands throughout Australia, I pay my respects to the elders past, present and emerging. Let's get started. So nice of you. Thank you so much. I know. Thank you. I couldn't I'm so excited. Thanks for having me. Thank you. This is really lovely of you. I know that you're very busy and I really appreciate you taking the time. I did. I was heartbroken when I heard Anna's shop had closed and I was just thrilled when, honestly, you're such an important part of the Australian author community. You really, really are so important to us. Oh, yes, only because I love it, though. Like, it's not. (laughs) But but we need. Because fans, that's what it is. (laughs) (laughs) We need that. We need the readers. Thank you. Well, the readers love the authors, which is why I wanted to do the, the website. I think we get so much out of being in contact with writers that it's crazy we love it when I saw it I was like this is perfect for me as a writer but also as a reader like I'm a reader as first and foremost I'm a reader so I'm desperate to have a book club up here in Brisbane but there's I've been struggling to find fellow writers I've never been able to find a book club so I was like online's perfect yeah now we just don't have that same fear associated with online that we did prior to the pandemic and even I remember not wanting to put my real name on Facebook and things no better time to go online yeah do it I love it so you are a historical fiction author and you've won prizes for it and been long listed for other prizes yes I have yes historical is my jam historical romantic comedy is what I say when people ask Mm -hmm. and Sally Thorne has just released a historical romantic comedy so I'm hoping that because she's got such a big reach people will pick the book up and realize oh historicals can be fun absolutely there's an extra layer I think to the romantic comedy side and and unfortunately I don't write Regency which tends to be the big ticket I guess mm-hmm. but just because they were all schlepping about in sewage on the road and mm. horse manure they were still having a good time <laughs> they really are also I find it hard to be serious so I don't know how I would ever write a serious book like oh, I think life is serious enough let's just yeah. read yeah. I want to pick up a book and I want to have a bit of a, a laugh yeah and yeah. a cry I also oh, love absolutely cry. <laughs> a nice cry not a yeah you know you read it through a book is therapeutic yes and then your kids come in and they're like are you okay mum and you're like I am I know oh. I seem unhinged, but this book, this thing. Can you tell us a little bit about the Lady Detective book? The Lady Detective is Victorian era and it's sort of that Sherlock Holmesy style. Mm-hmm. I love an amateur sleuth. I grew up on Agatha Christie. I love the cozy mystery kind of yeah. things. I don't want, I, I don't read the, because I prefer to read something light. Nobody's really bothered if they see a dead body, you know. Oops, ah, oh, well, he's popped his clogs and off they move and they'll want to solve the mystery, but nobody's really damaged emotionally I by it. I have gotten into cozy mysteries. I think they're great. It's like a they're Fun. Yeah. yeah. Agatha Raisin, Ooh. she's 
are really fun. There's quite a number of them. And I think you get to like 25 in the series and you lose interest a little. But she's a really fun character. And that was kind of the first character that I read and went, oh, you can be youngish and still fun and looking to solve a mystery. So the lady detective's looking for some jewellery that gets stolen and she finds a man and she does all sorts of adventures. And she's really beautiful, of course, as every main character tends to be. But what I did with her was she doesn't want to be beautiful. So she's always, she dresses really ugly, like really bad and loves to repel men by dressing so badly. So that's it. I love her. Yeah, she's fun. She's spunky. She's got a bit of spice. Theodosia is her name. Love it. Mm. And so you're an indie writer. You publish all of your works. Not all of them. So Lady Detectives published through Escape, which is Harlequin. Yes. But Easter Promises and Paris Promises are indie. Those are both short story anthologies with other writers Mm -hmm. that I really love. And we met at an RWA conference and they're just great people and great writers and it's fun so nice to collaborate like that nice and you read each other's work and you get inspired by each other and then you support each other and it's so fun to have a book out in the world Mm. short story is much easier to write than eighty thousand words yeah absolutely but as a reader you get so much out of a short story it's a great dose isn't it yes and by different authors as well beatrice triz williams is a beautiful author that i love and i picked up a anthology with her in it and i read her and i really loved her style of writing and then i went off and and bought her full-length novels and i think it's a really good way for readers to find out do i like this author's style don't Mm. i do I like this kind of genre as well? Mm. There's nothing worse than having a big hunk of a brick in your hand and knowing no. that you're not enjoying it. And but it had a great cover and you were yeah. so excited. <laughs> I know. And can you tell me a little bit about your prize winning? Oh, well, yes. Long-listed for the Long-listed Yes, the Lady Detective was long-listed for the Ritual, I think it's prize. Yes, thank you. And that, somebody on Instagram had posted, oh, I just entered this competition and I was in, I mean, my husband had just split up and it, and I was I had these two young children and I was kind of trapped in the house and I just thought kind of empowering myself. I've always wanted to write, you know, I love reading. And I saw that there was this competition and they only needed the first, I think it was three chapters or maybe even less. Mm -hmm. And I just banged it out. I was like, okay, it closes tonight at 12 o'clock. I'm going to write something. I just, I literally had no idea what I was doing. Um, And then I got long listed and I was like, "Hmm? oh, okay, maybe I can write. It was really such a good boost. And then I entered it in some RWA America competitions Mm -hmm. and one Orange County Rose, which like a little trophy. That was nice. And I won another competition, which has been really good behind the scenes. It was called The Writer. One's a cosy writer and one's historical romance. These authors have been mentoring me on my current manuscript. Oh, wow. We've been working together on that, which has been so helpful. Another detective. (laughs) If it ain't broke, don't fix it, baby. Absolutely. And what I envision is sort of the 
series of lady detectives, amateur sleuths who find themselves in that role, like the cozies, you sort of find mm-hmm. yourself detective, yep. you didn't want to be. And this one is a woman in hiding from her cousin who wants to marry her off to the neighbor who's got 15 kids and needs a mother for them all. And she's like, oh no. And she is the last person to see with somebody who ends up murdered. So she has to use what little skills she has. And there really are little skills. She's, she's not a great detective. <laughs> Find out who did murder him. His coffin ends up in the Thames. She ends up arrested. And it's really just a fun. That sounds fantastic. Yeah. It's, it's cute. So really, what a great escape. Yes. So, so when's that, that one coming out? Or are you still not? That not I am, yes, I'm submitting that as we speak. Oh, wonderful. So Good luck. Fingers crossed. Yeah. currently called the Mayfair Dagger, but who knows oh, what it'll be. That's a great title. Yeah, it is, isn't it? Yeah, it and really. And I randomly wrote a Western. A Western oh, wow. romance. I know. People just are always um, after Westerns at the shop. Are they? I don't but, know yeah. where it came from from there's another manuscript floating around I'm one of those people that's like working on a lot of things yeah and it's an Australian gothic Mm -hmm. and it's very deep and dark and it was taking a lot out of me I went to Varuna do you know what that is it's yes the the writer's exclusive and hard to get into that's what Mm -hmm. I know Yes. So the first chapters of my Australian Gothic won me a place there. Wow. Congratulations. Thank you. It was winter and I was in this room staring out into this cold, it was quite a creepy house as well. It really opened and gardens and yeah. I was really like you know nine hours a day in this little room typing away and I just thought oh I need something and this western of all things came to me so I would write some of this Australian gothic and then I would cheer myself up by writing this western. Wow that's incredible. Thought that there would ever be genres that would be written by the same person ever. I know so hopefully I'll have the Lady Detective one and the the Western published and then I can move on to this dark gothic creepy housekeepers identical twins oh got it all well I want to read them all right now (laughs) yeah and I know that they do say as authors you're supposed to stick to one genre but oh well keeping it real and shaking things up and Ashley Collegian Blunt she writes so differently from each book that she's ever written that you're right on trend I am sure well thank Thanks. Yes, and Sally Thorne's just jumped to historical yes, romantic comedy right. and it's about Frankenstein. Who would have thought? I didn't realise. I don't like knowing anything at all about the books ahead of time. So no. I, I've seen the, the cover and it didn't look like a normal Sally Thorne. But a historical romantic comedy about Frankenstein? That's cute. I'm down yeah, with that. Yeah, absolutely. So and like she's Sally Thorne as a writer? I don't read a lot of contemporary, but yeah. I do like what she's done. I feel yeah. like she's created this resurgence of romantic comedy. Yeah, absolutely. As a writer, you get told by publishers when something has been successful they kind of want more of the same thing somebody like Sally comes along and breaks these conventions and then turns around and says now I'm writing Frankenstein now I'm always like yes show us that it's possible 
Yeah, absolutely. So you are very busy. What does your normal writing day look like? Once I drop the kids off, I go for a walk and get in my head like, okay, this is what's next. This is what next. I'm what they call a pantser. I know generally how I want the arc to look. This is the story. This is what's yeah. happening. Yeah. But sometimes I'm like, oh, there's a stepsister. Oh, okay, right. <laughs> oh, he's dead. Didn't know that. Okay. We're learning together. Oh, I'm not surprised with your stories that I've read. I can never see what's coming next. And I think that's probably the reason. I can't. <laughs> I hope in a good way. My rule is a thousand words a day. And sometimes that can be 20 minutes and then I'm kind of free for the rest of the day. And that's exciting. And sometimes I'm slogging over those thousand words until yeah, yeah. the time for school pick up. And I'm like, Ugh. and sometimes you write something, something, something just to get your word count up. You're like, yes, done. Okay. <laughs> oh, you always know when you're cheating yourself. Yeah, (laughs) and write something funny. Move on. So a thousand words a day, that's just to keep myself accountable, I think. Yeah. Because there's always something to do. As you know, I could be hanging the washing out, the doorbell rings, the dog needs something. Like if I don't, the book. Yeah, I know. Yeah. And then how do you squeeze the reading in? I don't watch TV. I know that this is quite surprising for some people. When the kids go to bed, so I lie down with my eldest. So we lie down with the little one and we have a talk about our day. And then I lie down with the older one and we have a little talk. And then this is my favorite part of the day. I get my Kindle and I read him some parts of whatever book it is that I'm reading. And then we talk about the story. And sometimes, like I was reading Tessa Dare, raunchy, historical writer. And I didn't read him the raunchy bits, obviously, but it was fun for me to explain, oh, well, well, there's a Scottish man who's come to steal this lady's castle. He's oh, well, maybe she'll kill him. No, not that kind of book, darling. <laughs> Is there going to be a fight? Well, no, there might be some kissing. Oh, maybe next book, find one with a fight. Okay. <laughs> so hopefully I'm reading a little bit. What a great way to be able to chat about yeah. learn and about the world and to learn yeah, the about books that you as an adult get out of reading and have it mirrored in. Yeah, that's really lovely. What a nice way yeah. to doing it. And you can go anywhere with a book, right? We're in Scotland tonight. Yeah. We're in a castle. Tomorrow, I don't read that fast. Next week, we might be <laughs> in Australia on fun. And then you talk mm-hmm. about the places and you feel like you learn a lot about the world from reading. Yeah, you do. And it's a good way in to talk about the real stuff. Yeah. They, why is he going to steal a castle? Oh, I don't know. Listen, <laughs> yes. I don't know. <laughs> it's called a trope. And I say, well, you know, here, let me tell you something about writing. Yeah. We have to have a reason for them to be together. Oh, like in Harry Potter. Yeah. Oh, so well done. Yeah. yeah. It's really so- so that's how I squeeze the reading in. I make it part of my life. But isn't that true, though, when you love something, you just do? Sit down and read a book. You're transported. Mm. You could be anywhere. On the TV, you're kind of also checking your phone and yeah. on Facebook or doing the dishes or yeah. with a book. You can't do anything except read. Oh, that's so nice. What are you reading at the moment? Oh, your Tessa? I think I finished that. The last thing that I was reading was Maggie Joel's Half the World in Winter. So underrated. So yes. underrated. 
underrated. Such yeah, a beautiful is. author and yeah, beautiful reading, isn't it? Beautiful reading and the way that she brings in humor to quite dark subjects. You know, I really yeah. love yeah. finding myself laughing out loud and wondering, yeah. did she mean that to be funny? Yeah. Like, I really love how it is like, oh, okay, there's something there. So, yeah, and it, um, Half the World in Winter is one of her older ones that I hadn't read, but I just yeah. devoured it. She writes about some pretty heavy topics with a light touch. Yeah. So almost finished that one. Excellent. Well, thank you very much for taking the time. I do oh my gosh, know how you get everything done. So I cannot be more grateful. It was so nice to see your face. Oh, and- it's so nice to see you. <laughs> Okay, so that's it for this conversation. Thank you so much for joining me. Please leave a review wherever you can, but especially where you found my Readable podcast. If you'd like more connection, please head on over to thereadable.com.au. There's plenty of book reviews and recommendations there, and that's also where you'll find my blog. And I would love, love, love to welcome you into our community. There's a membership page on readable.com.au. There are three levels. The first is free, and I'm so hoping that you would like to help me build my online community where we can enjoy reading more together. Thank you.